welcome to the 31st roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. My name is Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that's already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media or just cutting your spend in terms of your data analysis tool, feel free to send me a message um, at hello at mindswan.com or just get to me on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. So that's M-I-N-D-S-W-A-N-P-P-C. Um, so yeah, today in this episode, we have Robert Brady leading us in a chat on PPC efficiency. So yeah, this is a topic that's definitely very close to my heart because um, yeah, I feel the main purpose of doing data analysis well is not just to so that we can drive um, improve traffic and improve volume to, to, to our client sites, but also to make sure that we're doing it efficiently, improving those ROI, CTRs, um, cost per clicks, and um, yeah, our cost per lead. So yeah, let's see what our experts have to say on that. We've got Robert starting with, good morning, introduce yourselves. Um, we're going to be talking about PPC efficiency. So think about everything that helps you be efficient and things that get in the way. So yeah, I hope you guys will, I think I feel this um, kind of topic allows us to really bond over the fact that we're not alone in some of the things that we feel like our blockers and maybe we'll be able to get some tips in the same issues that you guys have had in the past. Um, so yeah, we've then got um, yeah Robert Stark coming in with question one saying PPC efficiency is broad to so expect lots of follow-up questions. First off, what area of your PPC work are you super efficient with right now? Um, we've got um, Dwayne Brown saying that, um, replying saying we only care about two things. One, make a client profitable with our fee taken into account. Two, understanding why people do what they want to do. All the rest of your, our work and how we work flows from these two points. Um, so yeah, we've got um, Kirk Williams replying as well, saying after years, we've finally begun to lock down both account communication requirements and optimization process for our accounts. Still a little ways to go, but Asana and Harvest time tracking um, is helping a lot. So do you guys use Asana or Harvest time tracking that allows you to keep track of the tasks that you're doing for your clients? Um, and so, yeah, we've then got Robert even reply, coming in with his reply to question one saying, lately, I've been feeling really efficient with bulk changes, been killing mass ad changes and keyword tasks in editor slash Excel lately. Yes, to a shout out for Excel there. Um, so, yeah, we've got Josh B replying saying, I'm very efficient with copywriting. Too many people, even some PPC experts, don't take the time to write an effective ad that meets both keys both keys to having a successful text ads. Um, then got Dwayne Brown giving another answer to question one saying Google ads and Bing been doing that the longest and it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Um, continuing, he goes from account setup to managing it. We work on a two week cadence with clients and that helps a ton. Some clients prefer to talk by monthly or monthly. And so we don't chat every week with each client. We do emails as a way to chat. Um, yeah, and Robert replies with that saying, nice. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, 
Azima Ahmed replying to question one saying, personally, I've gotten super efficient with tag creation implementation when launching a new campaigns. I've previously, previously had to wait for other teams of people or departments to do this. So a while ago, I took the time out to learn this aspect myself. Yes, sometimes it's very important to learn a little bit of a task that, you know, because of other people's workloads just becomes like yeah down the list of priorities but you need quickly to be done and if you just learn how to do it it just makes a process a lot faster we've then got marcus stiffson replying to question one saying i guess this depends on what efficiency is going to mean in the discussion are we talking about highest rowers type stuff or more time management biggest payoff with least amount of work and um robert brady replies to that saying both um, so yeah, we've then got um, Mark Gustafson, Gustafson then replying to question one saying, I'd say getting part of an account into automation from a strategic point at the account level, creating segments and groups that will respond well to automation. We've then got um, Dave Galliguez replying to question one saying setting up new campaigns um, and the reporting has become super efficient, mainly because we've doubled the size of our team. So yes, increase in size can mean can mean increase in efficiency. Um, so yeah, we then got, go, um, we have got Robert going on to question two saying in what areas are you struggling with efficiency? Um, Kirk replies, email, always email. Um, and then yeah, we've got... Um, yeah, Julie Bacini then coming in with uh, announced question two, saying project communication, where I'm not the lead is a struggle for me. Um, yeah, we've got Robert replying to question two, saying I agree with PBC Kirk on um, email, so that's um, Kirk Williams, saying, um, but also struggle with audience updating on management. So many possibilities and so many of them need updating const constantly thorn in my side right now and Mark Gustafson replies to question two saying I think having top performing ad groups that are exact match is something that is killing a lot of us do we really go and mind search some reports all day there or should we approach it from a different strategic perspective but definitely a major inefficiency and yeah I still think it's very important to do SQRs of um broad match um, ad groups or yeah BMM um, ad groups to ensure that we're actually bidding on exact match even though yeah the whole new close variance update that could be a little bit tricky still we've then got Kirk Williams replying to question two saying I'd also say campaign organization though I think I'm starting to realize this and changing was too bulky from good old days just done uh, just don't need a million campaigns anymore with Google's close variance or DSA getting better etc I've got Dwayne Brown replying to question two saying what um, more work than I can do on my own which means hiring a new person to form our first squad of three we try to keep things to a simple form here and one reason we don't sell ours find a balance when a client does or does not need a long email to explain something um yeah and then we've got Mike Gustafson um replying to that saying that um well replying to Dwayne, where Dwayne had said from account setup to managing it, we work on a two-week cadence with clients and that helps a ton. Some clients prefer to talk bi-monthly or monthly and so we don't chat every week with each client. We do emails as, as a way to chat. Mark replies, love this. I feel like sometimes weekly contact is good and other times it's forced and thus awkward when not a lot has changed in the account. Um, Dwayne replies to that saying, at times there are. All these clients started weekly and some just asked to go monthly or every two weeks which shows a nice level of trust if something urgent comes up then we hop on a random call um, yeah mark 
reply sounds like you have ideal clients that's the perfect setup i've worked with clients before that are off put when trying to switch up from weekly calls but like you said they are those ones that lack a lot of trust and a headache in the long run and then we've got um yeah brooke Os osmondson replying to question two saying um the fine line of being involved with client issues that are not directly related to us example when google suspends your accounts for unpaid invoices but they're expecting us to help them resolve them not our problem pay your bills okay and so we've got um dave galigua's replying to um question two saying as i'm in-house internal billing is annoying yes we've got a lot of issues with that invoicing and um and um clients paying their fees is a problem for us as well robert brady then goes on to question three saying what channels are getting you the most efficiency for your budget what channels are getting less efficient we then got um yeah julie Bicini then replying actually to doing Dwayne brown where um yeah Dwayne had um replied to julie where Julie had said, project communication where I'm not the lead is a struggle for me. Doing replied to that saying, is this because the other person is not updating you or team as often as you'd like, or they don't meet weekly to chat in crunch time? Um, Julie Bettini then continues that saying, sometimes not enough, not often enough. Sometimes it's been inundated with project management software update. It varies. Doing replies, hmm, one client uses Basecamp and I don't love the software and had to tweak the settings to keep my inbox in check um and then yeah we've then got um brooke osmondson replying to um question three seems from an awareness standpoint youtube and facebook are great for cospo um cospo view um google search is getting less efficient but that's an obvious one um yeah, and going back to um question two um dogar thomas replies to that one saying my biggest inefficiency is in setup creating a ton of low volume keywords or audience variance targets that won't generate much this might be this might be tied to exact match changes but performance doesn't suffer um and then yeah we've then got um Dwayne brown replying to um brooke where brooke had said the fine line of being involved with client issues that are not directly related to us example when google suspends your account for unpaid invoices pay your bills Dwayne replies to that saying i used to have a client where i swore i did this three or four times in nine months nine months this was blocking me from doing my own came to the point i sent emails about paying bills and when and when they are due um and then yeah we've then got um yeah um dave galigues again replying to question three saying less efficient equals to hyper local call only campaigns jd pratter then comes in with his answer to question three saying search is still the most efficient as it should be facebook or instagram is getting more difficult to be efficient outside of ecom and linkedin is just too expensive um we've got robert brady then giving his answer to question um three saying i get great efficiency from big ads when i can convince clients to fire it up um facebook is tons more competitive over the last 12 to 18 18 months and much harder to get the efficiency been getting more out of amazon ads for a couple of ecom clients recently as well um and then yeah we've got a, a nice thread here where um dogar thomas has said his biggest inefficiency is in setup creating a ton of low volume keywords or audience variance um targets that won't generate much and this might be tied to the exact match changes um so yeah we've got kirk williams replying to that saying us too we've recently shifted to build out far fewer exact match terms in new builds anymore um we we keep tight bmm terms and then add top performance to exact 
fact as they proved themselves being much more efficient in builds lately because of that um so yeah then go dog dog continue with that saying but it's also an inefficient inefficiency thing on the other side you can usually just plug and play with find and replace for both ad copy and landing pages saving time on the back end i'm such a huge fan of you of matching using phrasing so long as it is the same thing mark then replies to that saying do you worry about the overlap that is occurring how are you combating it i.e a same intent keywords that would register in bmm shows in exact i'm seriously considering throwing everything in together and doing heavy segmentation between ad groups and then kirk williams replies complete transparency i'm not as concerned about overlap as i used to be it might happen but who cares if performing if performing well there's more concern in my opinion for great terms to drop if you have them excluded in your bmm campaigns and suddenly exact drops into um lower search volume um then got dog thomas saying oh wait y'all are talking segmenting by match type i'm more saying attorneys um bm attorneys on bmm match um versus lawyers on bmm match or something like that um ppc chat has debated match type segmentation before but uh i'm really not worrying about sqrs unless something is driving bad leads or eating spend um mark then continues with that saying i think to my point the data starts becoming cloudy when you have the same search terms showing in multi -place, multiple places. Kirk Williams replies with that saying, it is generally does continue to shift from one place to the other. Our exact are typically always bid higher and often higher quality scores, so somewhat mood point. Not a terrible point, I've made it myself in the past. Um, and then yeah, we've got Michael replying saying, based off what I've heard you say in the past, I think I use more automated bidding than you. That's where my concern comes from. Good point that you can use manual bidding in search to essentially prioritize like shopping um yeah Kirk then um concludes it um concludes this thread saying probably true though also something i've learned more and more into so we'll see okay so that's my a nice little chat there about um yeah segmentation match types and some strategies you guys could um use there so yeah we then got um yeah Dwayne brown saying that i can agree with this jd i.e. what he said so jd had said search is still more efficient as it should be facebook or ig is um getting more difficult to be efficient outside of ecom and linkedin is just too expensive um julie Bicini replies to question three saying i agree i agree about being ads robert brady it's easy to import campaigns and i feel like it takes less effort to keep things going i wish more clients would do it uh, mark gustafson replies to question three saying this is a tough question because each platform has strengths and weaknesses the wrong combination of platform and objective will always suck bidding on competitor terms in search might not be great but retargeting those users in facebook during a sale is um and yeah we've then got um yeah brooke osmondson replying to jd pratter where jd had said search is still the most efficient as it should be um brooke replies i agree to a point but i think efficiency depends on which part of the funnel you're looking at um jd replies how so brooke replies so if you're looking strictly at brand awareness i'm looking at youtube facebook videos videos would be far more efficient for me than search if that makes sense if they're consideration they're into consideration phase search will most likely be more most efficient and jd jd replies makes complete sense i'd even go further in saying that most search queries are in the decision phase 
Um, and yeah, Luke Ali then replies, even gets into attribution. Last click is going to say search is most efficient and most of us are using that to measure results. Yeah, no, no, I hear this time and time again that once people start doing data, um, data-driven attribution, display gets a little bit more credit because obviously it's that stage where you know, the branding is, is happening. And that stage is very important because if your clients, if, if customers don't know who you are, when they're searching directly for the product, they are not likely to go to your brand if they've not recognized it from a display campaign or display advert. Um, so yeah, we've then got um, John Kagan coming in saying, um, yeah, in reply to question one saying, because I'm saying it out loud, it's going to collapse on me, but I'm oddly efficient at audience creation and retargeting. And then in reply to um, Robert Brady's um, answer to question three, where Robert had said, I get great efficiency from Bing ads when I can convince clients to fire it up. Um, Facebook is tons more competitive over the last 12 to 18 months and much harder to get the efficiency. Been getting more out of Amazon ads for e-com client recently as well. So yeah, JD Prati replies to that saying, I'm curious about, about Amazon ads. I was reviewing one advertiser's P&L from Amazon and they take a big commission from the sales plus the ad cost seems like the margins are slim what's your experience Robert replies to that my clients have products with healthy enough margins where Amazon makes sense it also it's also a large enough growth opportunity that they're willing to shave a little margin to get the lifetime value multiple lifetime purchases most by email JD replies to that gotcha it really depends on the margins in order to make Amazon work Robert replies to that saying I think so because you're right that Amazon is double dipping by taking the commission on the sale and charging for the ad spend um yeah jd price says yeah exactly plus you gotta get you gotta add in agency fees yikes and um kirk williams joins the conversation saying this is where purpose of channels plays into things and efficiency becomes nebulous i know a huge reason um brand garvin likes amazon ads it's so it is it's so influential for building it's so influential for building a brand over time hard to efficiently measure that but essential for top line growth we've got jay we've got jd pratty replying to that saying i'd argue that amazon doesn't um make my brand loyal it makes me prime loyal to the company that can get it here the quickest for the cheapest and jason stinnett replies to that saying ratings is where the loyalty comes into play on amazon if your product has 1000 ratings um 4.5 stars then you're the brand of choice for us prime loyal loyalist even if you're a bit more expensive and then, yeah, we've then got um, John Kagan giving his answer to question two. It's 100% due to being completely stubborn. I widely struggle with script creation. Oh, then, John, you need to um, send, um, you need to look at my um, um, latest blog, where it's basically much about the first five scripts that can get you really into understanding how scripts work. They're very easy to get on. It will take you through the different ways of total, total copy and pasting into the adwords ide or just even just looking at a script um a google docs that google document that has hosted that is based off a script by using auction insight so yeah please check out my blog i'll actually be replying that to you in terms of um where later once once i do this recording so yeah we've got robert brady then replying to question four um saying how are you tracking your efficiency 
But before we get into that, we've got John Kagan replying to question three, saying, um, Bing ads is super efficient for my healthcare clients, half my business, but now I'm seeing some decent traction from Yelp, but it still leaves me questioning it um, since it remains on site. Um, Kirk Williams says that we began working everything, I mean everything, into Asana and Harvest to track specific projects and time to specific clients and tasks. It's been immensely helpful in finding inefficiencies. Um, in an answer to question four, we said we have John Kagan replying saying, for better or worse, Google Analytics is often my Bible for all measurement. Um, and then we've then got Mark's Media coming in with their answers, um, starting with question one. They go, we've been pretty efficient with starting campaigns with fewer keywords to better conserve budgets. In answer to question two, they say we've been struggling here and there with some campaign performance metrics week over week, which may or may not be efficiency related. Um, in answer to question three, say our call only campaigns are pretty efficient, but our straight search campaigns could be doing a little better. All of this is through Google Ads, of course. Um, then got um, Julie Bacini then replying to um, their answer to question two, where they said we've been struggling here and there with some campaign performance metrics over um, metrics week over week, which may or may not be efficient related. And uh, Julie replies says that I hate looking at data week over week for what it's worth. The horizon is too small in most cases and can make it seem like there are problems when they are not and um, or get a client fixated on something dumb. And yeah, Mark replies to that saying that's very true, Julie. We do remind our clients of our optimizations actions weekly with these reports in addition to what's responsible for significant increases or decreases in clicks, conversions, etc. Um, Mark replies saying, yes, this ties into what Dwayne said about comment in about reporting. Um, Dwayne Brown's comment about reporting and saying, I think weekly reportings can be a huge factor with this. Um, Dwayne replies saying, I check things weekly just to make sure nothing looks off. Double check everything if it looks good. No major changes need to be made. I tell clients the same thing. Always feel it's a good to double check my own work and tag in tracking bits. Um, Stephanie replies to this saying, depending on the size of the campaigns, I tend to monitor weekly or once per two weeks. Make little tweaks if necessary. If I change a lot, I do a short check for the next few days to see if things go as expected. And his continuation to um, his answer to question four, we've got Kirk Williams saying um, other things about running all tasks through a PM system is that it allows you to easily prioritize then focus first on actual priorities. That's key to efficiency in my opinion, devoting more time to what's important and less to what's not. ID and priority is half of the battle. Yes, that is very true. Um, and then yeah, we've got um, um, Richard Fergie who replies to um, Kirk's first response to question four where he said we, bag, we began every, working everything, I mean everything, into Asana and Harvest to track specific projects and time to specific clients and tasks. Um, Reg, um, Richard Fergie, reply, Fergie even replies to that saying I hate, I hate doing it but I think this is the only method that works. I'd rather take a slight efficiency hit than go back to obsessively logging everything though but as, um, as a one-man business I have that luxury. Um, yeah and Kirk Williams replies, it's it's funny, but if I ever went back solo, I would maintain this. The reason is because once it's worked into my cadence, it's really quick to add the task and start the timer. And once it's in the task list, I'm no longer using Gmail to prioritize for me. 
was killing me. Um, Richard replies to that, I think I understand what you mean by cadence. Great word, by the way. At the moment, I'm trying to avoid projects that involve applying an already defined process. Instead, I'm doing weird stuff that is outside the main process or helping define the process in the first place. Richard Fergie replies, of course, projects still have key events and there's still a rhythm to them, but the individual subtasks tend to be vague and ill-defined until I've finished them. Or I'm just making excuses because I dislike, dislike time tracking. Um, Craig replies, hee hee, if you want to have no idea how much one client is actually taking your time compared to another, then I agree. You don't need time tracking. Um, yeah, and Doug R. Thomas then comes into the conversation saying, I really felt Harvest made my freelance work really easy to track enough, but I was raised on obsessive time tracking agencies and every time I needed to analyze workflow efficiencies, it was solved by checking time tracking data. Kirk then continues with that saying one of the reasons I'm obsessed with Asana or Harvest integration is because it's a one-click start button within Asana for the timer, really quick to use and allows us to track without switching from Asana to Harvest all the time. Um, Adogar Thomas says, yes, that's the biggest challenge in time tracking, making it mindless and frictionless for the team. Manual time tracking is a great way to get a lot of useless data. Yep, it's all about automating the process and being a queen of um, AdWords scripts. I love automating anything. So in answer to question four, we've got Stephanie Ernie who replies saying that um, time tracking as well. Any given tool will work for that, but we only measure time and not relate that to performance in campaigns. Sometimes an hour of work is not as efficient as five, 15 minutes of work for another client the next day. Um, and then yeah, we've got, we've got Robert Brady um, replying, actually giving the doing a part one of his question four, saying for speed or efficiency, where are you getting the truth? Heard GA so far. But then we've got Glenn Schmelzel who comes in with his answer to answer to question four, saying being a lead gen, truth comes when you and client review their CRM report and you ask, so what's, so what's happening with the leads we sent over? I'm always guaranteed by next words out of their mouth to learn what they think of us. Um, we then got um, Dave Galigues who replies to question four, saying for spend efficiency, where are you getting the truth? Um, in terms of like part one, he goes, in addition to web analytics, call tracking data and downstream CRM data. We've got Dwayne Brown then replying saying that, take a step back and ask if this is the best way to reach the outcome we want as an agency and for clients. And that's in answer to question four. He says, if I do something repeatedly and it feels like it's taking too long, double check I'm not making more work for myself. Even one less step can save time. Mike Subel replies to question one saying, I'm super efficient in search and display, less efficient in Facebook ads, mainly due to no offline editor. Um, and so, yeah, we've got Robert Brady coming in with question five saying, what tools do you use to improve your efficiency? So, yeah, obviously there's been the ones um, Kirk Williams has been talking about, which is Asana, and they've got a handle, which is just Asana, that's A-S-A-N-A, -A -A, and Harvest, so it's a handle of Harvest. Um, Robert Brady then goes, I use Basecamp with some work too. Yeah, I've used Basecamp in the past as well. And then we've got a Mark Subel replying to question four, where he says we use a mix of GA and platforms pixel depending on the situation. Um, yeah, and then we've got Robert Brady replying to Mark Subel, where he said super efficient in search and display, less efficient in Facebook due to an offline, due to lack of offline editor. Um, yeah, Robert replies, I would love a Facebook editor tool as well, which would save us hours. 
And then we've got Mark Subel replying to question five saying we'd like to use an optimizer and that spelling is O-P-T-M-Z, sorry, that's O-P-T-M-Y-Z-R um, as their handle. Um, yeah, they use optimizer for some efficiencies in finding keyword ops, cutting waste and some reporting features that save time. Global Marks Media replying to question four, um, part one, so where um, they go when it comes to spend efficiencies in regards to conversions. We verify the conversion codes and call tracking first and then monitor account CPAs compared to bids, the budgets, etc. To question five, they reply, we personally use Basecamp for project management and efficiency. I think, um, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's um, another one I've used in the past quite well as well. Kirk Williams then replies, um, then pretty much seconds Mark Subel where um, Kirk says, yes, big optimizer fans here too in the PPC efficiency conversation. We've got Gwen Blecon replying to question five saying, what tools do you use to improve your efficiency? I use GOA marketing, which audits all campaigns, keywords, ad copies, etc. Interesting. So GOA marketing guys if you want to check them out um and then yeah we've got um julie bicini replying and saying um to question five saying toggle so that's t-g so that's t-o-g-g-l so that's t-o-g-g-l um is good for basic time tracking not fancy but does the job automating is a lot of reporting helps too automating a lot of reporting helps too i like swedo so that's s-w-y-d-o for that frees me up just to do just to the analysis insights recommendations yeah that's a really good automation one as well well really good use of automation there Ginny. And then we've got Kirk Williams um, giving us some of his favorite tools here. Um, and he starts with saying that we use Asana for PM, which is just already mentioned. So that's Asana for project management, Harvest for time tracking. We are Shape for budget management cross channel. Swido, um, that's S-W-Y-D-O for reporting, very affordable. And Optimizer for like everything else, including scripts. Actually, I'll mention guys, they do really good scripts for you to automate a lot of PPC tasks. We've got Gwen Blackon who replies to question three saying, what channels are getting you the most efficiency for your budget? What channels are getting less efficient, most efficient, Amazon and Bing, less efficient, Baidu. So um, yeah, Robert comes in with question six saying, already hearing a little chatter about this, but what effect is automation having on your efficiency? Um, Kirk Williams replies to that saying that if it's going to happen again, automate it. Um, yeah, John Kagan replies to question six as well saying, this won't win me any fans, but it helps with my overhead cost, i.e. staff, which trickles down to the client cost, not to mention we see it improve our CPCs more often than anything else. Um, Dogar Thomas replies to um, question six saying, automate your stupid stuff away. Three hours of work will be revenue neutral for a 15-minute task over one year. Um, Dwayne Brown replies to question six saying, helps with account management and maintenance. That free time goes into thinking about what else we can do for the clients to grow the business. Maybe test out a new channel like Bing or Amazon, get them into a cold beta or run a new A-B test. We've got Glenn Schmelzel who replies saying automation should give a positive bump to quality at the very least because something is being done consistently. Advice to my younger self, when you're mad that something effed up, stop and ask if investing in automation could stop mistake from repeating. 
And then we've got Julie Bicini then replying to um, question six, saying start with something small to automate. You don't have to go nuts right off the bat. Scripts can be a good place to start where um, there are very specific ones that have excellent documentation. And we've got a great reply here from Kirk Williams where he goes, I'd even start with automated rules in Google or Bing before scripts. Even scripts can be daunting. I'm a script amateur, but the automated rules functionality is pretty impressive in the UIs. Julia replies, yes, although we be aware that there is currently no way to specify where an email alert will go for a rule in Google Ads, it will go to the main email on the account. I know it's stupid and awful, but also true. Wow, that's annoying. Yeah, and Dwayne then continues saying, I agree, starting on scripts. Even the negative keyword script is easy for most to install and use. When I started using it back in 2013, my mind was blown. Google Docs on scripts and the ones they give out is a great place to start. No coding knowledge needed. And um, yeah, we've then got um, yeah, Mark Gustafson saying he's, he's all about the automation. In Facebook, I automate almost everything from a structure audience perspective. I'll, di I'll dive deep in the data initially and then go hard with lookalikes for cold audiences while getting people through the funnel with actions. And then, yeah, we've got um, Gwen Blackon who says it saves time and money, automated bids, pacing, bin campaigns, synced with Google, scheduled actions, automated audits, etc. Um, JD replies, um, I love automation. I try to automate as much as repeatable stuff as possible. And then we've got Robert Brady coming in with um, the last question. He goes, last question, what is the one piece of advice you'd give a new person in PPC on this topic? Be specific. And yeah, we've got some, yeah, this is a really great question. We always have these kind of questions for people to really get a good idea of how to prepare to get into paid search or what to just get themselves up for if they've already in it, um, if they're already in it. We've, so we've got John Kagan saying, don't even think about entering this industry until you start having uncomfortable thoughts about how advanced Excel formulas work in your day-to-day -day life. Also, if you want to be in creative, search is not for you. So yeah, I totally agree. Um, I keep saying that the, the, the way my first in paid search job interview went was them going, hey, do you like Excel? And my eyes just lit up and they knew they'd hired the right person. Uh, so yeah, Julie Vicini then replies um, to question seven saying, be flexible. The key to longevity is to adapt to changes and keep yourself in a position where your specific knowledge continues to bring value. Um, Josiah Colt replies for bulk changes. It's worth the time to get to know um, AdWord experience. Much efficient efficiency, such time save. JB Pratter goes, read, 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 and read some more. Then do, do, and do some more. Then write, write, and write some more. Yes, that is very important. In the beginning, you're going to have to just read a lot. Read, read a lot of publications. Read a lot, read a lot of Twitter community chats. Um, read a lot of blogs. Read a lot of, like, blogs like Hannah Pins, the PPC Hero, whether my go-to, the PPC Bible when I was starting off um and yeah so then and then just practice it was a lot of practicing all the things i was i was reading and now i'm trying to write about it trying to tweet about it trying to yeah podcast about it so yeah it's all good all about reading doing and sharing um, we've got Stephanie Erne then replying to question six saying, I also think as a PPC expert, you should jump on the automation train before it is too late. More and more gets automated. So you need to evolve your job to not just pressing buttons, but acquire other skills that will be needed more in the near future. 
We've then got Robert Brady replying to question seven saying, when tracking time, be totally honest with yourself. There is time that you waste through the day. That's okay. But measuring helps you eliminate or minimize it. Uh, Mark Gustafson replies uh, to question seven saying, embrace automation and the current state of the industry. Don't let others get you hung up on the old times and old strategies. Move with the platforms and not against them. Also breathe and wait for a level of significance to be reached before before making changes. Those are some very good points there, you know, embracing automation, you know, don't get hung up on, you know, old times, old strategies, be willing to try new things, new tests, you know, and um, yeah, don't panic when something goes wrong, you know, wait for a period of time to, for the level of significance to actually know that it's actually something that has negatively um, impacted your account. Um, so yeah, we then got um, Jason Stinnett replying to question six saying somewhat meta, but using automation makes you better at using automation, both the learning curve of structuring a task so that it succeeds with, succeeds with automation and also developing an eye for automation where you start seeing lots of opportunities for automation. Max Media replies to question six saying being able to set bid adjustments audience targeting and the like does make running or managing campaigns easier and more efficient on a weekly basis. Um, so yeah, we've then got um, Robert Brady going, okay guys, that's a wrap on PPC chat. Keep chatting as you um, as you want, but I've got a client call. And next week we've got the lovely Julie Piccini, our handle um, Neptune Moon, who will be our host again. Um, but just to start off, just to quickly um, finish off, I'm going to read a few more um, tweets from our experts. We've got Dwayne Brown replying to question seven, saying few things beat hands-on experience, reading and understanding will only get so far. You need to get into the account and work on things. Best way to learn and grow. It's okay to be wrong. That is very true. We've got um, Kirk Williams replying saying, I heard a stat from Cardinal Path CEO that you should expect 20% of your and employee time to be wasted in a day. 20%, that seriously kills me. Anything above that means you're more productive than average. Um, and so we've got um, Dora Thomas as well then um, saying that proceduralize everything. So make a procedure out of everything. Special cases don't happen that often. So yeah, I'm going to leave us on that. We've got um, Julie also signing off saying thanks for hosting. Hope you see to see you all next week. Um, I'll definitely be here to share my ideas. Um, but yeah, I'll actually um, finish off with a good one from Stephanie Ernie where, where she say, make sure you love it. Make sure you, like me, I love Excel. I love talking, so I love doing this. Um, you know, so work does take so much more of your time. So if you don't love it, you should seriously find something else. But on a more PPC level, stay on top of changes and news. Invest time in learning more and more and more. And so yeah, I'm not going to add much more to that. PPC is about learning, reading, doing, and, you know, sharing, sharing with the community, because the more you share, the more people then, you know, realize what much more to, um, how much of an expert you, uh, expert you are, and then add to your knowledge as well. You can always exchange things there. So yeah, it's a lovely community to be in, as I'm finding. 
even after 10 plus years being in it. So I hope you found this chat, this talk very useful. Um, I've taken some great takeaways there. And I always find it encouraging hearing other experts really share my own, you know, background and love of Excel automation and you know, the, the, the niggles and the frustrations that they have in this industry. Um, but yeah, if you want to talk a bit more with me, you know, about this topic or any paid media or data analysis, data analysis solution, um, yeah, please feel free to get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com. Um, and yeah, remember me on my social media pages, that's mindswan PPC. On Tuesdays, I actually give um, Excel tips or like shortcuts, things to make your Excel file, file run faster or, you know, nice little formulas that you can use that quickly helps you um, do some like data analysis or reporting um, or like, yeah, shortcuts that allows you to you know, bulk, um, yeah, bulk, make, make, make bulk changes to, um, different cells at the same time. So yeah, I love that. Definitely get on that if you're a fan of, um, learning more about tips and tricks of Excel. So yeah, remember for your campaigns and business to glide smoothly, there is a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So yeah, keep your swans kicking. Bye.